Hey, Sarasota, it's Bob. So it's been a wonderful grind over the past 18 months. We've had some fabulous guests. We've produced over 150 episodes. and We've had over 10,000 listens from you wonderful folks in the greater Sarasota area. It's been a lot of fun, but also it's been a lot of work. And so we've decided to take a little bit of a break until this fall. When you check out other podcasts, you're going to see that most put out a new episode only once a week. We put out two, so of course that means there's twice the work. A lot of show notes, scheduling, guests, editing, etc., etc., etc. So we've decided to take a little break for the rest of the summer and we will resume this fall. And we'll let you know. But before I sign off, can you do me a little favor? Reach out to us via Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Drop us a little note. I'd like to know more about what you want to hear when we resume in the next couple of weeks. That'd be a big help because without you, dear listener, we would not exist. As always, thank you for tuning in. Have a wonderful summer, and we'll be back soon where you can listen, learn, and connect. Good morning, Sarasota. This is the Sarasota Stories Podcast. Old Florida. We sure miss it. Remember the roadside farm stands where you could drink your fill of freshly squeezed orange juice for a quarter? Remember the expansive citrus groves, the homemade fudge, marmalades, and lemonade? A stop at a local farm for all these things was always a treat. Sadly, many of these farms have long since become industrial parks and family neighborhoods. But one amazing couple is keeping their family farm alive and thriving while keeping their traditions and changing with the times. Hi, I'm your host, Bob Williams, and I really believe one of the keys to any community is when you listen to each other's stories. It's one of the true roads to the local culture and connects us in a way that cannot be done any other way. In fact, that's why I created the Sarasota Stories podcast. I started so that you could get connected just a little bit deeper in this wonderful community we call home. In each episode, I interview a neighbor of ours who is doing great work in impacting our town in positive ways. So you'll hear from authors and artists, entrepreneurs, civic leaders, and others share how they chose their profession, what they're working on now, and what their plans are for the future. I'm very pleased to welcome Janet Mixon, owner of the Mixon Fruit Farms, to our show today. In this episode, Janet will share with us one thing most people don't know about her, what's so special about their gift shop, what's so special about their wedding pavilion, the children's tram, and all the animals the kids can pet, upcoming events, and much, much more. I do indeed appreciate all of you tuning in. It is my hope that you will not only listen and learn, but connect. Janet Mixon, owner of Mixon Fruit Farms, Florida's sweetest attraction in beautiful Bradenton, Florida. Welcome to the Sarasota Stories podcast. Well, thank you for having me. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. And just for our listeners, um, this is one of the very first times I've actually gone on site and done the interviews. So I have a mobile unit here. And so the real pleasure for me is to be sit here and looking at my guest right across the table here and actually to see the the farm here and see all the cool stuff that they have. We're going to get into all that. And one thing I just want our listeners to remember is since this is a working farm, if you hear something going on in the background, maybe some music or some whistling or singing or I don't or, or tractors or something, that's because we're on site here. So uh, we're going to have a lot of fun today. But Janet, one of the things I always like to start off with with my guest is what's one thing most people don't know about you? Um, well, 
Actually, there's two things. I would say that Dean and I were in kindergarten together, so that's kind of, I think that's a cool thing. And Dean is? My husband and the owner, <laughs> the other owner of Mix and Fruit Farms. Um, and then also, my family were one of the original uh, water skiers in the Bradenton Ski Club that we used to ski right in front oh, of the, wow. uh, the hospital. And one of the things that we did in ski shows is when I was nine, I would climb on top of my parents' shoulder to do the pyramid and <laughs> wave to people. Oh, that's lovely. I remember in the day, there were a lot of those around. Uh, and I know there was one down in Sarasota where I'm from. So that's very cool. So, I mean, so are you a, are you still a skier? No, I'm too old for that stuff. <laughs> it's like, that kind of little tough. And you couldn't believe how tired you got after trying to yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you have a farm to run now, so yeah. you, yeah, that takes up all your time. That, yeah. Well, let's talk about mixing fruit farms right here in Bradenton. Uh, tell us a little bit, uh, you know, first off, I'll have to say, you know, I love your tagline, Florida's sweetest attraction. I think that's a great tagline. So tell us about mixing fruit farms and why it's so sweet. Well, there's a lot of reasons why it's sweet. We have the citrus, which is absolutely delicious and good for you. But we also make an ice cream, orange swirl ice cream, that people people talk about all the time. They th they say they're flying over and they feel like a radar hits them saying, hey, we better get to Mixon's and get some ice cream and some orange juice. Um, our orange juice is total Florida orange juice. Cool. And we squeeze it here and bottle it here. And then we have an amazing deli that... Uh, the you know it's like a hidden gem we have the best food ever so we and then the fudge we've got like 32 <laughs> different kinds of fudge you definitely can't work here and and diet it's uh, very makes it really tough because there's a lot of a lot of sweet things going on here so this is all in your gift store correct yes and it's 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 a it's a large it's a large store. I mean, you have what a deli in there, and you you said you had all the ice cream and a lot of gifts, and it's about fourteen thousand square feet. I oh think. wow! So okay, it's pretty, it's pretty big, and it's got the little um, ice cream area, like ice cream parlor, and we make the fudge in the middle. We have a wine counter, so you get wine tasting all the time. Is that right? Um, so that's a favorite too. Um, so it's it's we. We kind of hit a little bit of what anybody could want. Well, it's certainly family friendly. When I, I came in here, uh, there's something I can see, and not only the kids are going to love coming here. We're going to get into some of the events and some of the other activities that you have, but it's a great gift store. And I, I have to ask you now: when you say you sell wine, is that grown in Florida? Does Florida actually grow wine? <laughs> well, some of the wine is actually uh, produced right in in florida we we carry orange grove really? winery and uh like they have a mango wine that's actually made with mangoes or a tangerine wine that's actually made with tangerines. is that right and then we've got the mixin um brand of wine and that is uh infused with fruit so it's grape wine infused with different kinds of fruit and those are really popular so we use it a lot for our weddings and um People, when they're getting ready to go back up north, they come in and get a whole case of wine so they can 
share it cool. with your friends. Oh, that's fascinating. I, I had no idea. I'm, I'm more of a beer guy myself, so <laughs> but I know you can make wine out of a lot of different things. Well, give us, tell our listeners a little bit about the size of the farm itself, and then we'll get into some of the activities. I mean, how many acres do you have? Right now we have about 50 acres. The farm used to be about 350 acres. Um, when the government did NAFTA and started bringing all the diseases, uh, us along with a lot of other farmers were hurt. And so you just couldn't keep up with everything. So we've got 50 acres here, but we've got about 10 acres of uh, organic bamboo. We became the first organic bamboo plantation in the country that's growing bamboo for food. Really? If you look up nutritional value of organic bamboo, it helps fight cancer, heart disease, immune system, and we just started having harvest last month. I have, okay, this kind of this kind of strange. I I don't know if my listeners even want to hear this, but I've always had a fascination with bamboo because of all the different industrial products that can be made, make floors out of it. I know it can be used as food. Uh, I know in, in Southeast Asia, they use it for scaffolding. I, they go up, you know, 20, 30 stories to clean buildings and to do all. So it's just an incredible product. I did not know that you grow bamboo here at Mix and Fruit Farms. Yep, it's, and we're going to be adding that to our tram tour so that you can kind of go through the bamboo. Um, it gives off 30% more oxygen than regular trees. And cool. it's full of any, uh, it's got... Uh, Antioxidants? Well, the bamboo <laughs> does, but um, negative ions, where it's like a relaxing thing. It's like my daughter said uh, that we should put out like six uh, hammocks and sell the experience <laughs> or something, because it's you walk in and it's like, wow. So Isn't that they, wild? They've harvested, last month, they harvested about 2,000 pounds um, and for food. Wow. They will be harvesting some of our taller stuff for the things like you're talking sure. about. Sheets or flooring. Or right. That kind of stuff. So um, so we're, we're excited about that. It's been a challenge because it's definitely different than, yeah. than yeah, yeah. trees. But the bamboo is not affected by any of the bugs that all the... Right. Species. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, you mentioned, you mentioned earlier that... With the implementation of NAFTA, that that apparently fruit came up from South America or from other places around the world. It came to the United States and it brought some disease with it. Is that right. correct? Right. They're supposed to be inspecting um, the ships before they unload them. Right. But they don't because if if they inspect and they find bugs, then and send it back, then the the shipping company won't come to you anymore. They'll go to somebody that doesn't sh- doesn't inspect. So every disease we we've had, we've had tristasia, greening, canker, all of those things. We had trees that were planted in the 1800s that had withstood freezings and hurricanes and everything. They start bringing in this stuff from other countries, and it killed everything. I had read about this off and on. I mean, you can't read everything, and I'm certainly not in the uh, agricultural space and whatnot, but I've I've come across those headlines, you know, over the years and whatnot, and the frustration that all of you have have gone through down here. And I think it's very wise to branch out in all the different things that you have right here on this site, which we, we want to get into right now. But 
I, I'm, we may have to bring you back just to talk about bamboo. I'm fascinated <laughs> by bamboo. I'll have to take you out there so you can actually see it. <laughs> all right. Well, so, so you have so you have all these this acreage here. So tell us a little bit more about what you do on site here. Okay. Well, we have a tram that holds about uh, 75 people that travels through the the grove, and uh, our our driver talks about the history of our business. We've been in business for we're going to be going into 84 years. Before wow! Today. So it's congratulations, been, congratulations, it's been a family for all that time. Yeah. So, um, but they see some of the old equipment. He explains what we used to do with different things, and um, and then we have a wildlife rescue. Yeah. So they get back there and they see a crocodile. They see raccoons. We have two emus, which I think are adorable. Um, <laughs> um, I feel like we should have one of those yellow T-shirts on on them. But um, and then the we actually hired the animal rescue guy right. to be out there. He talks about how he gets the animals, how what you should do if you have a problem. Uh, he has a snake exhibit, which is creepy. Um, I like snakes. He's <laughs> got pythons and rattlesnakes. Yeah. And but um, you get to hold a, a small alligator, a oh, cool. four-foot alligator. And so a lot Do you of have kids, that python out there? I thought I saw a picture of an like, albino python that you guys have. I don't know. if. Oh, yeah, he does have it. It's called Buttercup. <laughs> he calls him Buttercup. It's kind of got a little bit of yellowish in him. But, yeah. Um, yeah, he's got that. Um, so we got hawks and owls and, and oh, stuff. So it's really yeah. kind of a neat added experience to going through the grove. Oh, that's cool. So and that's- so, so the tram goes through all that, and then they they stop off, and the kids kids and the adults because I want right. to see all this too. You can see all the animals, and some of you you can pet, and others right. you want to keep your fingers out of the cage. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, it, Damon is really careful about making sure everybody sure. Is, is safe but it makes it it's about an hour tour and uh, people can uh, sign up for a tour online we get a lot of we'll get buses that come from uh, other parts of yep. the country and they'll do lunch here in our honeybell hall and do the tour we get a lot of field trips um, i actually have my doctorate in education and so we can do some of the stem uh, you know, science, whatever. technology, yeah. engineering, and so, medicine. Yeah. So if they want to have Dean or I talk to yep. about some of the things with farming, they can get that. So we try to provide a really good field trip experience. Um, we added a playground. So um, that's part of the field trip usually. Yep. Where they, um, we have a 20-foot water slide, which is not water during the winter, obviously. Uh, a blow-up obstacle and a jump castle. It's all AstroTurf, so it's a really nice, and it's closed in, it's fenced in, and it's got bathrooms, so it's a great place for these field trips and birthday parties. Wow. And so we um, we wanted to have a lot of things for kids to do. So it, It's funny. I mean, most of my listeners know that I'm originally from the Midwest, from the Cincinnati area, and so I remember taking our kids to some of the local petting zoos, you know, these little farms and whatnot. But up there, there it's, it's goats and pigs and rabbits down here. It's alligators and, yeah. and, and <laughs> pythons. And, uh, oh, that's really neat. That's really neat. So you, really a family can come here and spend pretty much the whole day here. Yeah, it's um, – that's what we our goal was, is that we became a place 
not only that has the citrus, but we can make memories here. And yes. it's, it's really kind of neat. You know, we do weddings and we have the most beautiful wedding area. And I wanted to ask you about the, the pavilion. It's a lovely pavilion out there. Yeah, it can hold uh, about 300 people. Oh, wow. And we have new roll-downs, automatic roll-downs, so brides love it because they can close it off, and then all of a sudden, all of them roll up, and uh, everybody can see their decor. And um, But we had an event with Jack Hartman recently where – I had at least three couples that came up to me with their kids and said that they got married here. Oh. So it's kind of like our prayer about making a place for memories. When you when you get married here and you, and then you're bringing your kids here for events and birthday parties, it's it's everything that we had prayed about. So. That's neat. That is, that's so sweet. Now, so so beyond the pavilion, what are the um, services that you provide, do you do like do you, do you do all the in-house catering? Uh, do you do you connect with another provider? I mean, what does that look like if if, if a if a blushing bride comes to you and says, "Well, I'd really like to have it here." What happens at that point? We have uh, packages where we've got like we call them our priority list or something where they can pick a caterer. We we have uh, vetted caterers, decorating companies, Wonderful. Uh, DJs. So we help them with all of that. So they they don't have to look around to, to try to figure out who sure. to do. We can tell them who's really good. Sure. And so we actually booked 101 weddings last year. My goodness. So that we're very, very excited. So we've got real busy fall coming up and spring and... Do, do you think some of that was as a result of COVID? I mean, I because uh, one, one of my favorite people in the entire world is a gal by the name of Alyssa. Alyssa, if you're listening, I'm, you are one of my favorite people. <laughs> but unfortunately, for two years, she's had her wedding on hold. So do you think a lot of that was because of COVID? Well, probably, because we did all of the weddings that we had booked when you weren't allowed to do anything. Yes. Um, all of them moved to a different date. So that was, right. we covered that. But then other people that, were just getting engaged that had to wait. They wanted to make sure their people could get here. Um, another nice thing is we have uh, cameras in the pavilion. People can that aren't able to come can actually click in on our website and watch it. That's very cool. So it's we had a wedding. It was a Arab and someone from Peru or something that. We're getting married, and we had 68 computers locked into our server. Wow. That were watching the event. So that was kind of cool. That's makes it. So you guys been in business for over 80 years, and yet you're, st- you're high tech. So you're not an old fudgy farm, are you? <laughs> My husband is the techie guy. Is he? he? He loves making things on the computer. So Oh, that's cool. He's the one that added the cameras. As a matter of fact, our first bride... Her brother was in Afghanistan, and he was supposed to get back, oh my. and he wasn't able to. So that's when Dean decided to add cameras. So he actually got to share the moment with his sister, and so that was, and that's what it's about. We we love the fact that people are making those kind of memories here. That is so. That is so neat. That is so wonderful. What are some other events that you have here? I mean, that people rent a pavilion for. Well, we've we've had a lot of Christmas parties. That's a that's a cool thing. Or corporate parties. Um, uh, Sun Hydraulics did their uh, company 
business at their company party where they had a thousand people. It was for their families and stuff. So they had the tram and they had the play area. They had the pavilion. We had food trucks coming in. Um, we've had the Pittsburgh Pirates have done a party here. Neat. The um, uh, Champs Sporting Good. I mean, wow. Flowers Bakery. Wow. Um, so we've had a lot of companies that have used because it's it's in the open and it's uh, it's beautiful out there. I mean, it's just it's. Every time I see it, we've also started, we've had a couple um, celebrations of life mm. also where we'll do everything, right. setting it up. And it's just so, we actually have my mom's there. And I know at that point I was her favorite child because <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. And I know she would be really happy. Um, so we're trying to do, I mean, people will come in and go, hey, can you do this? And then we have a meeting room right. that holds about 100 and it has the projector and stuff, and we've had people do smaller weddings where they'll get married by in our butterfly garden and then come inside for their party. And we have meetings. We uh, Humana's booked our meeting room, um, several, and we use it also for when we have bus tours where they have their lunch. So, and then also like the birthday parties, and their their price includes lunch they get cool. pizza or hot dogs yeah, yeah. Or whatever it is they want for the kids so so you see bus tours is a lot of the schools come here on well, field the bus trips tours or are usually out of um out of town like it's uh older people yeah maybe a church that has a bus that they try to plan things for their um congregation where they'll come they'll do the tour and then they'll come in and have a really nice lunch and then go in and get their ice cream yeah sure maybe drink a little wine (laughs) (laughs) surprising how many of them do that (laughs) well i guess life is short at that point you might as well have fun okay let's go for it but we try i mean it's like somebody will come up with an idea we had uh the easter bunny here where we had uh, people sign up to bring their kids for um, pictures with the Easter Bunny. Yeah. Jack Hartman, we've had him come a couple times, and he gets you know around 300 people that'll come. And we are actually scheduled him again for November 12th when we do our uh, Harvest Festival. Um, he's going to be coming to do an event with the kids, and we have a taste of mixins November 5th, and. Um, but the main thing for us is gift fruit shipping. And um, that's right. You have online, you can do online orders. Yeah, that's great. You can go online and order. I mean, the thing is, is nowadays everybody has everything they need. Yes, so they do. So getting some fresh fruit from Florida, a nice package. Yes. You're going for the healthy alternative. Yes. So people start ordering around the middle of October. We start. Uh, shipping actually the middle of November. Okay. And you can actually say, I want it there for Thanksgiving. So we have it delivered then. Or you want it for Christmas, but you want it a little earlier because they've got company coming. So, and we also ship frozen juice. And a lot of people that have tasted our juice definitely want it shipped to them. So. It, it's, it's funny you say that people have everything. Well, most a lot of people have everything. Uh, or you can get just about everything. Yeah. And when you get something that's, um, and to me, this is like a part of old Florida, really, because you guys have been around for a while. It's funny, I have a a good friend uh, in the Cincinnati area, and he's a bit of a foodie. And I was looking for a gift to send him, you know, at Christmas time. And so this would be perfect uh, to do that because, 
I'm not going to send him. He, he has all the wine that he needs, and uh, maybe maybe not uh, maybe not grapefruit wine, but <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> but he has but but uh, he has all that type of stuff, and so have something that's really a part of Florida that's uh, unique in that regards. Uh, I think that's really cool. We also do like our fudge maker. We have an alligator mold, and she fills the molds with chocolate fudge. And a lot of people add a couple of those to their box because there's Neat. kids there sure. and they get our cute little alligator shape and they get to eat the fudge out. So that's a, that's a huge, big hit. So let's say we have a family. Uh, they're looking for something to do. And they and uh, Ralph says to Louise, Louise, let's go. Let's grab the kids. Let's go up to Mix and Fruit Farms. What would you say to them to come up and kind of plan their day? They're going to get here at about what time? And then what are some of the, th- so what are they going to do? I would get here. I mean, we, we open from 10, well, during the summer it's, hours, yeah. it's 10 to 3. Yeah. But um, during the regular season, starting in November, it's 10 to 5. And I would get here around 10. And then you get a chance to look around and, um, pick up a bottle of water or something, you sign up for the 11 o'clock. We have tours during our regular season, they're 11, 1, and 3. Mm. And uh, so you sign up for the tour and then, and you can actually order lunch and say, I, we're going to be back obviously at 12 um, and the lunch will be ready. And so uh, then they eat, make, have their kids eat all their lunch and then they get um, ice cream. Ice cream is a must. Actually, the funny thing is older people, when they come in, they usually try to eat their ice cream first because then they can take home whatever they don't eat on their lunch. So they want to make sure they get the ice cream. And um, so, and then they can go out to the play area. We have the butterfly garden maze where we've got all kinds of beautiful flowers. Oh, neat, neat. And then the play area is open right now on Saturdays um, because the kids that are running the playground are all in school now yeah of course but we have they can walk thank goodness the, yeah <laughs> there's a lot of mothers really happy um anyway they can walk back to the the pavilion area there's the gardens back there are beautiful we have a waterfall we have the one of the largest koi ponds in the state okay and the funny story is now and a koi is it's like a huge Goldfish, uh, right? Goldfish, yeah. yeah. But they're all different colors and stuff. You, you know what cracked me up when I read that on your website? You, you talk about the koi pond, and then you then you have this line underneath that says, sorry, no fishing. <laughs> yeah, well, believe me, we, we've caught a few people out there, so. There's <laughs> always a couple people. that you have to, have to say that, but um, we actually put in five fish, and the company, and they're expensive, so the company said, you know, they don't reproduce in captivity. And so after a while, we were thinking, maybe we got to buy some more because you took a while to see them around. Next thing I know, I'm looking down and I'm like, what are those little things there? And now we have probably about 400 in there and they're all related to the first five. So they do reproduce in captivity, but they're so beautiful. They, and when they hear you coming to the into the uh, gazebo, it's like you can see them from all over the pond just heading right because they're oh, figuring cool. that you're going to feed them. Yeah, so sure. We get we sell the food in the store or there's a little machine out there that you know, the man. in. 
a lot of the weddings will actually uh, get little bags for all of their people that are attending so they can throw it out. It's really, really kind of cool. That's neat. Well, so what are you excited about going forward? I mean, you got the season coming up now, but uh, what's Janet Mixon excited about? Well, we've got all these great events, and our people are so good at, at making sure they, they run good. Um, we always love getting into that ordering time where yeah. it's like, okay. And then I think I am actually going to have to be Mrs. Claus at the Christmas craft fair, <laughs> which should be interesting. Well, good, um, good. You now you're not, you're, you're, you're going to stay nice, slim and trim and just, just, just put the pad, just put the pillow around. Right. I think I feel like I don't need any pillows, <laughs> but, um, that was another thing. We had Coco Melon here. So we, we keep trying to do things for kids. Yeah. We became when we became grandparents is when we added the playground because we wanted to be the favorite sure. grandparents. Yeah. And we are. Yeah. <laughs> we got the playground. We got ice cream, and the other grandparents have a flower shop. Well, I'm definitely going to gra- <laughs> before I leave. I'm definitely grabbing some of that ice cream and some other things and going home. I'll, I'll be a real uh, hero with my wife. That's there for sure. Go. So for sure, you can get her a whole quart. It's- Yummy. All right. Well, listen, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. It's been uh, my pleasure being here on site. I typically don't, I'm not able to do that. And um, I just want to let everybody know that if you want to know more about Mixing Fruit Farms, their phone number is 941-748-5829. They're at 25, 27th Street East in Bradenton, Florida. And you can go to their website, which is Mixon.com, M-I-X-O-N.com. And very well-developed website. And uh, once again, Janet, it has been a pleasure to have you on the show. This has been great. I had a lot of fun. Thank All righty. Well, let's do it again real soon. Okay. All right. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Thank you so much for stopping by. I sure hope you enjoy listening to our interviews as much as we do providing them. If so, would you do me a little favor? Go to sarasotastories.co and enter in your email. That way you'll get notifications of all upcoming episodes. Also, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember, no matter where you go, to listen, learn, and connect. Connect.